Hello and welcome to Leap of Faith Podcast. My name is Lorraine Montgomery and I am your host today. Uh, today we are on episode 15.5 and we're reading chapter 7 in John. Uh, Jeremiah will be joining us tomorrow, so we'll have a, a nice time with him listening to what's been going on in the last week. Um, we'll do a little bit of uh, It's the Little Things and um, and yeah, look forward to doing that uh, tomorrow. But for today, it's just me, by myself, uh, as we always are. So, um, just to be a little real, feeling a little bit um, under attack. Uh, there's a lot of stuff on the back side of this, on the, on the other side of that camera that's going on. And so, I'm really trying to focus here. This is like the fifth time I've started over. So, um, this is the last time. So, whatever you're getting is going to be... Uh, what is it? Uncut, uncensored. So, um, but yeah, I mean, you know, it's real and, uh, you know, stuff on the, on stuff happens in life and I'm sure that you have stuff going on as well. So God didn't promise it to be a perfect life. Um, but he did, uh, promise us, um, you know, eternal life. So, uh, because of Jesus. So, so uh, when we pray, we'll uh, hopefully just be able to kind of wash away everything outside and just be able to focus on what uh, God is trying to tell us today. So, so let's start in prayer. <clears throat> Holy God, Heavenly Father, we are so thankful for you. We are thankful for all that you provide for us, and we are thankful that you are in control. We, uh, we give you all the glory and all the honor and all the praise for um, being in control and taking care of us. We especially are thankful for the gift of your son, Jesus, and we're thankful for the blood that he shed on the cross for us. It's his perfect blood, like I always say, that covers our sins. So Lord, we're just uh, thankful. We're unworthy of it. We don't deserve it, but we are thankful that you love us that much. Lord, uh, empty us of ourselves, empty us of the world, uh, our thoughts, you know, just clear our brains, clear our minds, and help us to focus uh, in on what it is that you want us to hear today. Uh, we are grateful for your word and your manual to help direct us in this life. I pray blessings over everybody out there who's listening. Watch over them and take care of them and uh, whatever their needs are. Lord, just, uh, just put a covering over them. And we ask you to bless this uh, precious time uh, in, in your word. Lord, take us where you want us to go. Let us meet the people you want us to meet. Let us say the words you want us to say and keep us out of your way. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, I'm going to take a little drink first. Got nothing left because <clears throat> I've tried this five times now. So, fifth time's a charm. All right, so we are in chapter 7, episode 15.5. If I didn't say it earlier, thank you for being here and thank you for uh, taking time out uh, of your day. Uh, this is important. And uh, 20, 30 minutes that we get to do this, um, it's 20 minutes of time that you get to spend with God. So it's not with me, you're spending it with God. All right, Jesus and his brothers. <clears throat> After this, Jesus traveled around Galilee. He wanted to stay out of Judea where the Jewish leaders were plotting his death. But soon it was time for the Jewish festival of shelters, and Jesus brought 
uh, brothers said to him, Leave here and go to Judea where your followers can see your miracles. You can't become famous if you hide like this. If you can do such wonderful things, show yourself to the world. For even his brothers didn't believe in him. Jesus replied, Now is not the right time for me to go, but you can go anytime. The world can't hate you, but it does hate me because I accuse it of doing evil. You go on, you go on. I'm not going to this festival because my time has not yet come. After saying these things, Jesus remained in Galilee. Sorry, I'm trying to underline. Jesus teaches openly at the temple, but after his brothers left for the festival, Jesus also went, though secretly, staying out of public view. The Jewish leaders tried to find him at the festival and kept asking if anyone had seen him. There was a lot of grumbling about him among the crowds. Some argued, he's a good man, but others said, he's nothing but a fraud who deceives the people. But no one had the courage to speak favorably about him in public, for they were afraid of getting in trouble with the Jewish leaders. Then midway through the festival, Jesus went up to the temple and began to teach. The people were surprised when they heard him. How does he know so much when he hasn't been trained, they asked. So Jesus told them, my message is not my own. It comes from God who sent me. Anyone who wants to do the will of God will know whether my teaching is from God or is merely my own. Those who speak for themselves want glory only for themselves. But a person who seeks to honor the one who sent him speaks truth, not lies. Moses gave you the law, but none of you obeys it. In fact, you are trying to kill me. The crowd replied, you're demon possessed. Who's trying to kill you? Jesus replied, I did one miracle on the Sabbath and you were amazed, but you work on the Sabbath too, when you obey Moses' law of circumcision. Actually, this tradition of circumcision began with the patriarchs long before the law of Moses. For if the correct time for circumcising your son falls on the Sabbath, you go ahead and do it so as not to break the law of Moses. So why should you be angry with me for healing a man on the Sabbath? Look beneath the surface so you can judge correctly. Is Jesus the Messiah? Some of the people who lived in Jerusalem started to ask each other, isn't this the man they are trying to kill? But here he is speaking in public and they say nothing to him. Could our leaders possibly believe that he is the Messiah? But how could he be? For we know where this man comes from. When the Messiah comes, he will simply appear. No one will know where he comes from. While Jesus was teaching in the temple, he called out, Yes, you know me, and you know where I come from, but I'm not here on my own. The one who sent me is true, and you don't know him. But I know him because I come from him, and he sent me to you. Then the leaders tried to arrest him, but no one laid a hand on him, because his time had not yet come. Many among the crowds at the temple believed in him. After all, they said, would you expect the Messiah to do more miraculous signs than this man has done? When the Pharisees heard that the crowds were whispering such things, they and the leading priests sent temple guards to arrest Jesus. But Jesus told them, I will be with you only a little longer. Then I will return to the one who sent me. 
You will search for me, but not find me, and you cannot go where I am going. The Jewish leaders were puzzled by this statement. Where is he planning to go? They asked, is he thinking of leaving the country and going to the Jews in other lands? Maybe he will even teach the Greeks. What does he mean when he says, you will search for me, but not find me, and you cannot go where I am going? Jesus promises living water. On the last day, the climax of the festival, Jesus, on the last day, the climax of the festival, Jesus stood and shouted to the crowds, anyone who is thirsty may come to me. Anyone who believes in me may come and drink. For the scriptures declare, rivers of living water will flow from his heart. When he said living water, he was speaking of the spirit who would be given to everyone believing in him. But the spirit had not yet been given because Jesus had not yet entered into his glory. Division and unbelief. When the crowds heard him say this, some of them declared, surely this man is the prophet we've been expecting. Others said, he is the Messiah. Still others said, but he can't be. Will the Messiah come from Galilee? For the scriptures clearly state that the Messiah will be born of the royal line of David in Bethlehem, the village where King David was born. So the crowd was divided about him. Some even wanted him arrested, but no one laid a hand on him. When the temple guards returned without having arrested Jesus, the leading priests and Pharisees demanded, why didn't you bring him in? We have never heard anyone speak like this, the guards responded. Have you been led astray too, the Pharisees mocked? Is there a single one of us rulers or Pharisees who believes in him? This foolish crowd follows him, but they are ignorant of the law. God's curse is on them. Then Nicodemus, the leader who had met with Jesus earlier, spoke up. Is it legal to convict a man before he is given a hearing? He asked. They replied, Are you from Galilee too? Search the scriptures and see for yourself. No prophet ever comes from Galilee. The most ancient Greek manuscripts do not include John 7.53 through 8.11. Well, that's interesting. Then the meeting broke up and everyone went home. All right, so uh, that's kind of interesting, that little by note there that says the most ancient Greek manuscripts don't include 753 through 811, which is the woman caught in uh, adultery who's supposed to get stoned. And we'll read that tomorrow because that's episode 16.1. So we'll read all about that tomorrow. Uh, so, uh, interesting uh, stuff today as always um, so Jesus is uh, uh, traveling around Galilee because he wants to stay out of Judea um, because that's where the Jewish leaders are plotting his death and he says this like two at least two or three times he says that now is not the right time because my time has not yet come he's explaining it to them <clears throat> like this is not the moment where I'm supposed to you know these things are not going to start happening. So he tells them that it's okay for you to go. Uh, the world doesn't hate you. They're hating me because I'm calling them out on their sinful nature. And then Jesus comes uh, out openly in the temple. He decides he's going to sneak in uh, to where the festival is. Um, and then uh, midway through the festival... 
uh, Jesus went up to the temple and began to teach. And the people were surprised. How does he know so much when he hasn't been trained? Well, it's because he's, you know, he's God. Uh, anyway, um, so Jesus says, My message is not my own. It comes from God who sent me. Anyone who wants to do the will of God will know whether my teaching is from God or is merely my own. Those who speak for themselves want glory only for themselves. But a person who speaks to honor the one who sent him speaks truth, not lies. Moses gave you the law, but no one of not one of you obeys it. In fact, you're trying to kill me. Yeah, I mean, Moses, I think, you know, spoke about Jesus and, you know, said, you know, talked about it in the scriptures. And he's saying, you know, you're not doing anything that, that Moses said to do. And then he talks about, you know, uh, doing um, uh, work uh, on the Sabbath. And again, I'm, I'm thinking he's not just talking to the people. He's preaching to those Pharisees. And he's kind of calling them out again, saying, you know, they're basically hypocrites. He's saying, uh, uh, let me see. But you work on the Sabbath, too, when you obey Moses' law of circumcision. Actually, this tradition of circumcision began with the patriarchs long before the law of Moses. So this is before, you know, Moses even had, you know, wrote down what y'all are supposed to be doing. And then he says, for if the correct time for circumcising your son falls on the Sabbath, you go ahead and do it so as not to break the law of Moses. So why would you be angry with me for healing a man on the Sabbath? And then he's saying, look beneath the surface. You know, start really looking within yourself to see who's, you know, lying and uh, not lying, who's, uh, you know, sinning and who's not, who's working on the Sabbath. Um, so, you know, he's kind of like, you know, that whole, you know, uh, take the plank out of your own eye before you try to take the speck out of somebody else's eye. Uh, that's basically what he's saying here, I think. And then they're, you know, they're fighting about whether uh, Jesus is the Messiah or not. And uh, is this the man they are trying to kill? But here he is speaking in public and they say nothing to him. Could our pos leaders possibly believe that he is the Messiah? So they're, you know, battling back and forth. And then Jesus comes, uh, Jesus was teaching the temple. He called out, yes, you know me and you know where I come from, but I'm not here on my own. Uh, the one who sent me is true and you don't know him, but I know him because I come from him and he sent me to you. Then the leaders tried to arrest him, but no one laid a hand on him because his time had not yet come. That was the second time that he says it. Uh, or it's written. Uh, and then after all, they said, would you expect the Messiah to do more miracles, miraculous signs than this man? Well, I wouldn't. I'd be thinking the Messiah is going to be doing all the big miracles. Um, and then Jesus told them, I will be with you only a little longer. Then I will return to the one who sent me. You will search for me, but not find me. And you cannot go where I'm going. And of course, the Jewish leaders are still not getting it. They're not seeing, you know, who he is. And uh, they, you know, they're puzzled. Where is he going? Is he going to go to another land? And it's like, okay, he's leaving this earth. He knows what you're going to do. He knows he's going to get uh, hung up on the cross and uh, die for the sins of man. But they are not getting it. And he says to them, uh, you will search for me. 
but you won't find me and you cannot go where I'm going because he's pretty much realizing he's saying it out loud he's like you're gonna search for me but I'm not you're not gonna be able to find me you can't come because you are condemned because you're the ones that killed me so uh, and then uh, he promises the living water. Jesus promises the living water. Anyone who is thirsty may come to me. Anyone who believes in me may come and drink. For the scriptures declare, rivers of living water will flow from his heart. When he said living water, he was speaking of the, the Spirit, the Holy Spirit, who will be given to everyone believing in him. But the Spirit hasn't come yet because Jesus had not yet returned in, uh, entered into his glory. Jesus hasn't done yet. He hasn't, he hasn't been, he hasn't gone through everything he's got to go through uh, yet. So the Holy Spirit hasn't yet come down to earth. Uh, and then uh, division and unbelief. Surely this man is the prophet we've been expecting. Others said he's a, he, he is the Messiah. Still others said, but he can't be because he comes from Galilee. But if they knew exactly where he came from, Jesus was born in Bethlehem, the king of David, uh, the, where, the village where King David was born. So he comes from the royal line, but they're not, they're, they're not digging deep enough. And then of course, uh, you know, the, uh, the Pharisees um, are wondering why uh, they didn't arrest him. And the, even the temple guards are saying, you know, uh, we've never heard anyone speak like this before. You know, they're in amazement as well. And they're mocking them, saying, have you been led astray too? You know, so, I mean, these guys are just digging themselves into a hole. And, uh, and then Nicodemus finally, you know, steps up a little bit. And he says, the leader who, has, who had met with, uh, I'm sorry. So then Nicodemus, the leader who had met with Jesus earlier, spoke up. Is it legal to convict a man before he is given a hearing? He asked, which is true, you know, and I'm, no, it's not. You can't just convict somebody without a hearing. Uh, and then, of course, they're like, are you from Galilee too? No, no prophet ever comes from Galilee. So, you know, they, they, they're still plotting. They're still trying to get, you know, they're trying to kill Jesus and Jesus knows it. Um, so... I mean, they're just, uh, you know, they're writing a death sentence for themselves. So, all right. Well, that's it for today. We, uh, we did really good. Uh, a lot of good information there from, from, uh, from, from the Bible, from God's word. So, uh, thanks for putting up with me. Uh, I, once I finally started reading, I, I, the rest of the world just went away. So thank you. This was what I needed to hear today. So uh, again, this is, uh, uh, it's just a blessing to me being able to dive into to what God has to tell us. And, and uh, you know, the Holy Spirit takes over and takes control every time. So I'm blessed. And so I hope that you are blessed as well. Um, so, uh, we're in that moment where uh, if you have not made a decision for Jesus, if you haven't uh, chosen to be a Christ follower, I will give you that opportunity to say the prayer with us. Um, and, uh, you know, that's what we're doing here. We're, we're, we're just doing what Jesus tells us to do. And we are Christ followers. So uh, let's pray. <clears throat> 
Heavenly Father, today I put my trust in you. I am not perfect, and no, I have sinned against you. Please forgive me. I thank you for the sacrifice of your son, Jesus. It's his perfect blood that covers all my sins, past, present, and future. On this day, I accept him as my Lord and Savior and will give my life for him. Thank you for my salvation, in Jesus' name. If you said that for the first time in your whole life, uh, or if you're just kind of restating your faith, uh, congratulations and welcome to the uh, Brotherhood and Sisterhood of Christ. And uh, celebrate, mark it in your Bible, uh, today's date, whatever date it is that you're listening to this or watching this, and, um, and uh, you know, start to get plugged in. I'm sorry, my nose is starting to get a little stuffy here. It's really weird. Um, but uh, get to a church. Find a church that you feel comfortable with that uh, teaches from the Bible. Um, and uh, talk to a pastor. Uh, tell your friends, whoever, you know, and, and celebrate. Uh, get uh, into a small group, uh, a ministry, a volunteer position. You know, whatever it is to further the kingdom. So that's my uh, advice and I encourage you to do that. So, um, again, this is Leap of Faith Podcast. Uh, you can reach us at leapoffaithpodcast.org and um, email us. Uh, let us know how you feel. Uh, if you did become a Christ follower, let us know. We'd love to hear. And um, we will continue to pray for you, you know, to become a stronger and stronger Christian. So. Uh, with that, I am going to close out and say thank you. God bless you. Have a great morning, noon, night, uh, and we will see you tomorrow with Jeremiah. So thanks a lot. We'll talk to you later.